2: Hello. Mm. Ladies and gents, my next guest spent over a decade in the NHL after an incredible four-year run with the WHL's Red Deer Rebels. He hails from Portage La Prairie, Manitoba, and on top of being an underrated offensive talent is one of the toughest players pound for pound of his era and certainly one of the best teammates I've had in my hockey career. He came to Newfoundland to play with the Gander Flyers with yours truly at the end of his great career and is still involved in the game today from his home in Long Island, New York. He is a hard hitter, a sharp shooter, a powerful puncher, a delightful dad, a faithful <laughs> friend. He can fight its troop because he's snipe too. He's had a fine journey and hosts a golf tourney. He likes to face danger and played for the Rangers. He skates real quick and has a big stick. He has a big jock. And played senior on the rock. That was in Gander. And he has a great backhander. Folks, if you want to make scrambled eggs, you first have to mash them. Welcome to the program, my buddy, Aaron Asham. Aaron, how you doing?
0: Good, good, buddy. Quite the intro.
2: Are you, uh, <laughs> you're in Long Island area?
0: Yeah, yeah, on the island here. Uh, working with the Islanders still, doing uh, coaching a U18 next year with, uh, with Gar Snow and, uh, you know, trying to stay involved as much as they can.
2: Speaking of the, did you say U18? Yeah. Okay, because you were, it was minor hockey for a while, right? Or, I mean, maybe it still is. I guess U18 is minor hockey, but I thought you were involved in the Quebec Wee Tournament and shit like yeah. that for a while.
0: Yeah, yeah, I did that. Uh, I actually just got back from there Sunday. We, uh, I took a, I, I take a team up there every year. So oh, been, really? Yeah, every birth year. So I've been doing that for, I think that was my seventh year up there.
2: I love it there at that time of year. I played in a couple times and uh, went back two or three times. I haven't been there in probably a decade, though. Uh, just a fantastic minor hockey memory for whoever gets to go. Um, oh, it's unbelievable. So first of all, I'm going to be branching out on let's go tournaments first. So golf tournament, you, you, you got that this year coming up because I, I often forget to promote it on here. What is it? It's called Aaron's Chance to Play still, right? And, and, and Yeah, Aaron's Chance to, to
0: Play. Uh, we'll be going into our I think it's 17th or 18th year. Uh, as far as I know, it's, you know, we're we're still planning on doing it. You know, it's it gets tough, you know, every, every year, you know, everyone gets older. And they got kids, commitments, and it is a big commitment. It's, you know, it's all my buddies back home doing it for me. So I really, I'm sitting here on the island, you know, I'm not really doing much. So as far as I know, we plan on doing it, but, uh, you know, the ball's in their court and you know, if they choose uh, to take a year off, you know, I'm fine with it. Uh,
2: well, it wouldn't be bad because I think that same year, that same weekend this year, there's a tournament in PEI. I didn't make it to either last year. I had Chicklets Cup and something else. I think it was Nationals. I couldn't make yeah, it to your tournament or I can't remember. It was something like that. Um, but anyway, but you went to PEI, didn't you?
0: Yeah, I went to PEI for the Boys and Girls uh, Foundation
2: oh, and uh, spent... Uh, spent 4 days up there and just, I usually yeah. go there so maybe maybe I'll see you there this year. It's 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 just a great time. Now, great branching time. out on your on your home life and <clears throat> under 18. I've been paying attention. I pay attention all over Canada. I forgot that your daughter Ocean, right? There's yep. you your your daughter's is it a, a, I used to call her Azzy, but what's her full name again?
0: That's that's my oldest daughter is Aislinn.
2: Aislinn, okay, that's what yeah. I I never did i just caught done her at your tournament. So yeah. Aislinn and Ocean and Ocean plays hockey and is quite good, no?
0: Yeah, she's uh she's a freshman right now, at, uh her first year at uh Minnesota State University. So she's uh she's on a full uh full ride there for for women's hockey and uh you yeah. know, she's uh yeah, she's she's loving it right now. Well, she's not playing much, you know, being a freshman and all but She's, uh, she, she, you know, she, obviously she's going through her, her up and downs, you know, happy one day, sad, you know, pissed off the next. But
2: Hey, I, so, my daughter's going to be 13 next, next yeah. week. I'm, I'm about to enter that zone. Um, and if I haven't already a little bit. But, but hey, what, what it is, so Penny Lane plays soccer. She doesn't play hockey, but she enjoys it. Yeah. A little late now. She wants to play. I'm like, I knew this would happen. I shouldn't have listened to a six-year-old. But I didn't want to put pressure <laughs> on her. Oh, Daddy, I hate hockey. But I suppose well, you got to play a sport. I don't yeah. care what it is. And uh, she's real good at soccer. She's on the provincial team. Really proud of her and everything. But now she really does enjoy hockey. So I took her to see her Habs, first Habs game last month. Uh, it was great. Went down the alumni room. Reggie treated us well. Gilbert Dion was there. It was uh, real, real, really a lot of fun. But for that reason, you know, when you bring up a girl, you realize that, you know, like when we watch soccer, you know, and everybody says, who's the best soccer player? And no one ever brings up, like, Christine Sinclair, who's from Canada and has the most international goals. So I, I, I often, and I get it, I'm just saying, I often try to make sure that we have a scope on female athletes, just sort of give her some idols that are female. So, you know, it, which makes sense. As we're perusing the, and I'll often just go highlight, before bed, maybe five or ten minutes of highlight, not always women, but it's often, you know, like I said, yeah, girl like to show her that women can do it too and get scholarships and whatever it doesn't have to be soccer. We some goals. And as we're perusing, that's how I came across it. And it come up your Ocean Asham, the only girl from Manitoba I think on the uh one of the Canadian teams. It was junior or under 18 or at least to get invited to camp.
0: Yeah, she uh, she went to camp and uh, and tried out and uh you know, was one of the the last cuts, but uh you know, she got that opportunity so her you know, her name's kind of uh you know, in that area, so she's, uh, you know, she's hoping, uh, you know, a few few years down the road, her, plan, her goal is, you know, one day to play
2: in the Olympics, so. Hey, that's, and it's great, it's a great time to be a female athlete, because uh, interest and uh, leagues are popping up, especially in soccer and hockey, you know, who knows where yeah. hockey's going to land, but by the time she's done, you know, I, I know it's a little, uh, and I don't want to get into the business of it, they got to generate some fans and everything else, but I think that can be done think we uh, as a hockey community can all work together yeah,
0: the point is
2: one. the point is i i just think in like two three it's sorting itself out now when ocean is done college there should be a direct route to some pro league women's
0: pro league yeah
2: yeah right there is now but i, I just think that's i think that's landscape's going to change in the next few years well that is absolutely fantastic and then you Go got ahead. uh dexter God, should, it's dexter and cruz right dexter and cruz yeah Dexter and Cruz okay and how are they doing
0: oh good Cruz uh it's weird my oldest daughter doesn't play doesn't really she likes watching sports likes watching her sister like watching she doesn't play my oldest boy same thing doesn't play so it's my two youngest that are the athletes and uh, Cruz uh Cruz loves it he's uh you know he's out there uh he's on the triple a uh squirt minor team right now and you know, he's, he enjoys being out there, a lot of knee hockey, uh, you know, a lot of taking shots on me and stuff. And, you know, it's just uh, it's just nice watching him develop year by year. And, uh, you know, he's he's doing all right. He's, you know, he's not going pro, but, uh, you know, he's he's out there. He's enjoying it. and he's, he's having a good time.
2: He's having a good time. I bet when speaking of that, I don't know if I've ever asked you, when did you when did hockey become a goal? Like, even... even I guess when any kid goes to the WHL, I'm thinking they, they realize the door is open now that for a possible NHL career. What were you, 11, 12? I wouldn't... I, I was probably 13 uh, or 14. Uh, when, like, when realizing that, like, hey,
0: I have a, I yeah, have a yeah. shot at making it? I have a
2: shot. There's something um, that separates me from these other kids, and I think I might have a shot.
0: You know, going... I wasn't drafted in... in uh in the Bantam draft and uh, I always felt that I was one of the you know the better players you know in my province for sure but you know I felt I could play you know with anyone in 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 Western Canada and uh, to get looked over and 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 passed up you know that was a bit of a you know that was a bit of a heartbreak especially when there's some guys that you know you played with and you seen play go like in the top top and So I was a little discouraged then, but, uh, and then Carter Sears came and, uh, and watched me in, uh, in the provincials when I was, what was I just turned four? I was 14 or 15
2: and Carter had just come on the scene with the red deer rebels for those. Yeah. Yeah. So he, uh, he
0: was their scout and, uh, I guess he talked to some, uh, some people that knew me back home and he came out to the paw way up north.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Wow. That's some serious scouting. Yeah, he was and doing his job.
0: Yeah, came up and he he watched me. Uh, what I think he watched me that whole weekend. I ended up with like I don't know, like close to thirty points in five five games. Oh, yeah. So he right there after the game, he was like, "You're on my list. You're you know you're coming to Red Deer and you know in the spring, you come and skate." And then uh, after that, August came around. He drove to Portage to pick me up because I was supposed to get on a bus like I was 15 oh, years old like jump on yeah. a bus and go to Red Deer I was like uh, so I was like no nah, there's no way I'm getting on that bus Carter so, wow uh, good move. yeah so Carter so Carter drove to Portage picked me up and drove me out to Red
2: Deer and uh, you know the rest is history interesting good work I always yeah. like Carter you know I haven't talked to him in a long time oh that's um, great uh, yeah it was a great Family. So for those that don't know, it would have been 94, 95, I suppose. And Aaron and I ended up playing in Red Deer together ninety-six, ninety-seven, 96, 97, and then Fredericton, Montreal, and eventually the Gander Flyers. Um, <laughs> but so, you know, speaking of Red Deer, okay. Now, you must have gone there. I asked you this before, too, but I'm guessing you went and mixed it up in camp, right? Like your first I... game. You just got on there at 16. Someone went in the first round. If you didn't get drafted... You know what I mean? Like, when I went to Tri-City with BJ, we were the first two, you know, first-rounder and second-rounder. We knew it. We went there a month early. Unless someone had an unreal camp, and I sucked, then I knew I was going to make it. You must have bumped somebody. I mean, it happens when you're 17, 18, 19, but not much at 16. How did you slide in there? uh,
0: We had our rookie camp. It was right before main camp. And uh, they had all the draft picks, and and everyone was there. And uh, I led the the tournament the rookie tournament scoring so they're like okay you're gonna stay for main camp i had a really good main camp and then we had you know the the final black and white game i had six points i had five goals and like an assist wow <laughs> so, so they're they like, couldn't so they couldn't they couldn't send me back and then we go into exhibition season and uh i fought once in midget my first midget game when I was 15. Oh, yeah.
2: See, I don't, yeah, I love, I I love had,
0: this. I had two goals and an assist, and then I got into a fight for some stupid, like, cages on. Like, like it was so dumb. But I got a Gordie Howe my first. Uh. And I never really fought till my first exhibition game in, in the dub. We were, I think we we're playing the Prince George Krugers. You go up to uh, Jasper or something. They had that, like, pre tournament. I yeah. can't remember. It was somewhere in BC. You knew but that I,
2: twelve fights were going to break out at those things. All right, yeah. All
0: right, well, I didn't know at the time. <laughs> oh yeah, so, you were first. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I,
2: guess. I didn't know either till my first camp, and well, I was like, "Oh, okay." Like I was just a, a license for everybody that drops the gloves to. Yeah, I, I was.
0: I was going in. A, I was like one of the skilled guys. I I wasn't big at all. I was like five six, five seven. Yeah. I didn't friggin' sprout up until after that first year. So I ran a guy, clean yeah. head, and then I was skating away, and I just felt guy. Oh yeah. I found my jersey, turned around, and next thing you know, I was in one. And right, <laughs> right from there, they did, did you pretty know, good. Like,
2: was it natural? My, my knowledge of you fighting, I, I almost use it in hockey school, like, you know, a center of gravity. Like, the way you go about it, there's something yeah. to be taught there. You get a great center of gravity. You look like a natural punch bird. But at some point, I know you're tough off the ice, but at some point, your first hockey fights, did you go like that? Did it just become <laughs> natural?
0: I think I was swinging. I I don't even remember. I I remember I was swinging both hands just, and then finally I got a grab. And then next thing you know, it's just, I grew up with three brothers. So I, true. It wouldn't be the first time, yeah. No, many street hockey fights, but usually it was my brothers cleaning up the guys that were coming after me. So (laughs) I didn't really have to fight that much besides just fighting my brothers. But uh, yeah. And then right after that, it was like, boom, I love this.
2: I remember Um, realizing. Like, I remember before going to junior – fuck, yeah in, – in, in Cornell and just not knowing what – and I was kind of scared to take a Well, punch for you, you
0: right. left when you're freaking 13 It's Yeah, yeah, right. Playing so in that
2: Rock Junior crazy. Hockey League. Was nuts. But in relative terms, what I remember about my first few fights is kind of coming out of them and going, fuck, I just got tagged big time and really it didn't even hurt. Like, yeah. I remember going, great. Like, this is great news. Yeah. <laughs> this is great news. Now I'll be okay because <laughs> – we're similar. You're a little more wide open, but I tried to be wide open, too, because I'm like, unless I'm I'm fighting George LaRock, like, you know, break my elbow yeah. bone, I don't mind taking the punch. I really – and it's true. You don't feel it. I'd, I'd feel a puck in the face or a slash if you're not – but if I'm looking at you and fighting and, you know, it's just, I don't know, water off a duck's back, so to speak. But It's all uh, that adrenaline going through you, yeah, you know. It, it must be. It really yeah. must be because I've often you, – you know, sometimes it, the puck will be dumped in and it will, like, hit a – Rick it and it but bounce off your face and yeah. we go, I felt that worse than a punch, but it must be, you know, you got the adrenaline going. Um Well and Freddie, of- I
0: got shot in the face twice on the bench. Oh. Miro. Oh, I think yeah. I think Miro hit me both times. <laughs> I remember you got I remember the once. Why I and I, twice. I was like, Jesus
2: Christ, yeah, I got hit both sides. It was nuts. Um speaking of, okay, we we speak about Red Deer and fuck did we have a tough team. Did we ever, just like, yeah. so for those that don't know, it was 96-97. And I played against the Rebels, Aaron. I was in a different division, though. So, really, it was only two games a year. You two played. games a year, yeah. Tri-City almost felt like, it, it, and even the, the western side of the western division, like outside of Seattle, Spokane, it just felt like a different league almost. So, you know, my, I, I have a better take on playing against... Adam Deadmarsh and Darcy Tucker and because they were mm-hmm. in our division. We'd play you guys twice. I remember you, you fired a water bottle off the back of my head, wanted to fight me first shift. I remember yeah. that. But, I was trying to get my name out there. So. Yeah, you were. You were, <laughs> and I totally get it. I, I totally... So I knew who you were. And, but what it, what it was, I was in Montreal 96, 97. I knew I wouldn't play much. They told me, you're here to practice until the trade deadline, which was great. Like, in other words, try city or in last place. You're going to be a deadline deal. Practice with the NHLers for four or five months and then go back. So they asked me where I wanted to go, and they really – Reggie was leaning towards that anyway because they drafted you now. By this point, you were, you were drafted to that. Yeah. And you'd have one camp in, and I'd had two. And he was like, you know, you can go to any team here, but, you know, I think they're pretty good. They're just traded for a goalie. I think Magler He was going over with me from Spokane. Yeah. And, um, you know, they're going to be all right, and he said, they're really tough because I also had a concussion the year before. So he said, you, "You won't even have to fight there." And not that I looked. No, at it. I kind of like fighting, but I didn't. I really didn't at all. I, no. I remember getting there the first. Well, day. Well, then, yeah, you had your. Uh, my your concussion space- <laughs> You had your space helmet on. It, it was ew. fucking ridiculous. But I, I went. That was part of the reason. Now we had this. We went on a crazy run, and we were. We, you guys were like almost there, and really, <laughs> yeah. it was a tip of a coin. I, I I'd like to. There was one thing I said to Mags when I was in Vegas last year. I'm like, we did our job. You know, and we nearly, we nearly pulled it off. The team that fucking beat us ended up going to the Royal Cup final and losing by a goal. But, yeah. um, but think of that team, too. Like, so we had – just think of some tough guys. We had, we had Petey. Yeah. Right? We had Brown. Mike Browner. Mike Brown. Two guys Lloyd. that are drafted real high just yeah. to fight. It was back when, when tough guys got drafted in the first round and shit. Lloyd Shaw. Lloyd Shaw, who's the sneakiest Pete of them all. He was, he was tough. He was tough, and he was big, and he was dirty. He oh, would yeah. fucking chop you if you went around him. Like no one go oh, yeah. around his side. I forget he how was, I
0: mentioned him. He was filthy.
2: A guy like Devin Francon, like I don't even think he was pretty tough. No one fucked with him. Lance Ward, Wardle, Lance, he was drafted to Florida,
0: and I got a I got a one yeah. who was probably pound for pound the toughest in the league. Greg
2: Schmidt. Greg Schmidt. I had him on here <laughs> oh, last year. Lefty. Holy shit. And a lefty. Loved him. And loved just in such a great center of gravity oh, and, yeah. loved and loved fighting. Loved like We must Chuck have been bomb. scary to play against. No wonder oh, we were yeah. doing all those dances and not getting grabbed. Like, fuck. And now, yeah, okay, go ahead. Uh,
0: I just remember like, like warm ups. It was like, if whatever yeah. team was still on the ice, it was like, we're chopping them. We're, we're on the bench chopping guys and I was just that was just like the way it, that was just the way it was back then
2: two of the biggest pretty boys and by that I mean look and swagger in the division are BJ Young and Brent McDonald on our team and both oh, yeah. of them fought
0: Yeah, they fought
2: right? know, it, was, it was nuts like fuck and I forgot I forgot you know who got traded right before I got there and I gotta give him a shout out because I played with him a few years before and if you're talking tough pound for pound Matt Van Horlick. Matt Van
0: Horlick, yeah. Maddie was, there. Maddie was there as a 20-year-old, yeah. He was there the he last was. year. I
2: played with him in Quinnell. His brother, yeah. Quentin, who's who's dead now, God rest his soul. Quentin, I hung out with Quint every day. Great guy. When I was 14, one of the... My, I mean, I talk about Surrey coming in, but so did Quint. Quint was a uh, minor hockey player as well. I believe he was two years older than me, so he was first-year midget. So we hung out a lot. And then Mattie yeah. came in the next year, and really... Meat and potatoes, did his job, started as yeah. a D-man, but just became – he was so tough, put him up front, and he'd dump it in. Dude, really nothing flashy about him, but I had to mention no. that. He, he's one of the toughest pound-for-pound pound that I've seen. Yeah, him and, like, that Paul Ferrone. You remember Paul Faron? Oh, I played a world, world championship on Ball Hockey Canada with him. Do I ever. Fuck oh, fuck. He was, he
0: was a fucking killer, too.
2: Just drop the mitts and just go. Like, there's no easy way out of that one. Rob Tremblay. Was a killer too. He wasn't there. Killer. In. Killer. Yeah, i glad you gave him that because he sent me a message. Like, you know, back in the day I met him, I looked up there. I couldn't believe when people were telling me how tough he was. Like, it was 1994. Oh, yeah. Without the internet, I I would just heard names. I went into Moose Shot. I'm like, what? This guy you're talking about being tough? Exactly. I know. He was and telling then I him fight me, Banner. you guys are fucking with me. You guys uh, are but... fucking with me. You're punking me. And then I saw him fight. Holy, Holy fuck. Shit. Yeah.
0: That was like yeah. own same way. He didn't look like he was, but he could fucking throw him.
2: It was just like wow. that. You really yeah. had to navigate your way around out there, you know? Like, it really was. And there was no way, I say to people, I'm like, I, there was no way around it because you had to battle. For, you, you had to play hard because you had to get room in front of the net. Like, how many, you know, that area, Ash? Like, I'm yeah. like, I try to explain playing in the dub. We had a good team. I remember getting some nice goals, but most of them, we're just like, give me that extra second in front so I can tip it in, or, you know, and you, so you had to get respect, but half the time you're, you're cross checking guys like Wade Belak and Sheldon Surrey. Fuck it. I mean, Chris every McAllister.
0: Team, yeah, every oh, team has two, three tough guys.
2: How about going into Saskatoon? Okay. Number at least three on their tough D list was Rhett Warner, who was a fucking killer to play against. But yeah. they had McAllister and Belak. On the first, like the and McAllister was six seven, Belak six five, both yeah. heavyweights. I mean, you know, well, and he,
0: Warner was what six
2: three. freaking solid. Same, he was tough too. Solid, yeah. And they had yeah. they had another couple. Uh, Shane Calder I mean, was there. He Shane was Calder, tough. sure. Even up front, one of the best two way players of that era, Clark Wilm. would just skate back yeah. Back and forth, and if he did, if he. If he didn't take the puck on you, he'd fucking hit you hard. There was no going yeah. into Saskatoon or anywhere in that time without coming yeah. out. Yeah.
0: Wilm played uh, a hard game. A real hard game.
2: Yeah. Like yeah. You knew you were in for it, right? You had to, you had yeah. to, it forced you to be on your toes and work hard. Not that we didn't, but yeah. I looked at guys like that and I'm like, fuck, like there's no easy way out of this. We got to put on our fucking big boy shoes tonight because Clark Wilm is going to make you pay. Yeah. Um, Chad Beagle and Swift Current, same thing. Just run around, hit everything that fuck of, although Wilm had better hands. Yeah. But, you know, you're dealing with even, even like the leading scorers of the league that year or the year before, say, Darcy Tucker and Damon Sure, so There was the same thing. You, you, I remember you fighting Tucker in, in Habs camp and we went out yeah. that day to get fucking Rose Tortellini together. Like,
0: yeah.
2: It was just you, you hit them and there was like, all you had to do, like you said, was finish a hit. Yeah. And it was just almost an invitation. Not that and I don't mean that for those listening that are new age like happens now, like a clean hit and then an automatic fight. It was just like back then, like sometimes, especially the timing of the game, if it was three to nothing with less than ten minutes left. Line bro uh, uh, yeah, and I finished my hit, that was really me saying let's let's fucking go. You know? And, yeah.
0: It wouldn't even come to the hit sometimes. It just fuck <laughs> would drop and would it'd just the hit. No, it just be everyone <laughs> drop their gloves and go. And it Whoa. was so
2: uh, chaotic. I remember, I don't know when this ended, Ash. And I looked into this online. I say to people, they're like, how tough was the WHL when you played it? And I'm like, well, first of all, we couldn't warm up with the other team because there was too many bench clears before the game yeah. started. And just like you just said, and we would wait, wait. And if someone was on the ice one second later than they should, we'd go on and take slap shots at their head, right? Yeah. So <laughs> the very reason that, you know, we were proving them right. But. We do you remember ten minute misconducts didn't count on our stats. In the other no. leagues, it did. Yeah. If you in the OHL or the Q went out and told the ref to go fuck himself and over a 72 game schedule, that happens a few times to- at least 10, or you're the third man in or something. We, yeah. You know, at least 10 times. That's hundred minutes. So I would yeah. look down and see like these guys in the other leagues that are comparable to me. In my draft year, Sayash, not to make it about me, you were the same way. You always had close to 200 minutes, 150 to 250, whatever. I had 207 in my draft year. I remember going, that'd probably be 400 in the (laughs) O.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. They got they they had like I think if you got into a fight, it was like five and a ten or something like. Yeah. It was it was
2: ridiculous. It was was a lot. If if fight in the last ten minutes was a five and a ten, anytime third man in, second fight on a play, there was lots of penalties. We just didn't give a shit. But you all of those tens. Our how many leading times penalty. You get a penalty with, t- with a minute left and go fuck yourself to the ref. Oh yeah, oh yeah, for sure. And then the guys that were leading our
0: league in penalty were still like three hundred, three fifty. Yeah, like well, that's that's a lot of fights.
2: The scariest thing, the scariest words as a hockey player that I remember hearing were going into my first exhibition game with Tri Cities, and uh, we were playing. Spokane and someone was telling me about Kerry Toporowski. Yeah. And the year that they started that, that they said, you guys aren't allowed tens because it's too fucking chaotic out here. People are trying to get a thousand minutes. We're not going to let it happen. So they took it away. He went out that year and set the record anyway. Look at 600. Kerry Toporowski. he He had 500 and something. Yeah. 500 and something with no tens. Yeah. Like, it's impossible to get he was, so... It, he was PA, wasn't he? Uh, For a little bit? That year. Or, or, no,
0: that was Shane. His was brother Shane. Shane.
2: There was yeah. Brad. There was a bunch. Brothers, cousins. But I know Brad, Carey, and Shane, I, I believe, were the brothers in the league at that point. I uh, think the whole Carey's,
0: reason that they stopped warming up was because of PA. They used to steal the other team's nets. And then they would I, have to warm up with, with, with no
2: nets. So I heard this. Okay, I heard this, and I thought it was bullshit. You've been doing some alumni games, haven't you? Here and there. I just finished one with yeah. Ron Duguay, Langer, Revive. Yeah. yeah. God, someone I forget. Someone was there though that played back then, and I asked, and they're like, "Yeah, no, that happened." And I, I think yeah. maybe Ken Baumgartner, Dave Manson might have been on the team. Went yeah, down they were bomber, to the other yeah. end multiple times. I thought it yeah. was first time I heard it. I thought like someone was pissed off and did it as a prank. They were like it was no, every game easy. I think. Yeah, they used to yeah. go get the other net, bring uh-huh. it down in and play have two nets in their warm up. I yeah. mean that's that's one of the scariest things that I've heard. If you imagine if you come out and you're like a finesse, like no wonder. No oh my wonder, God, Like small little whippersnappers that, you know, what no wonder they went to college. That would have been terrifying. Now you or I, it was like a bit of a challenge. It was a bit of fun. It, 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 I don't want to speak for you, but you know it was never really a barrier that's going to keep us out of it. But imagine if you weren't tough. No, <laughs> like, of course no. you'd go to college. It would have been. Could terrible. you imagine? <laughs> no, it would be no. Like it would... I wonder how guys like John Zakuski. Nothing against him, right? He was just a good player. I, I believe he, I played with him on Team Pacific, Team Canada. Yeah. fucking Under great player, but it just wasn't in him. Like to, that was my lining. Man. Yeah. Yeah. And a great player. I had nothing against Zook. It just wasn't in him to do that. And I'm like, you know, if it was, it would have kind of probably helped him. You know, there was scouts there that yeah. you know loved him. Well, he had
0: he had me out there, so he didn't have to. He
2: didn't have to do shit.
0: You didn't have to worry too much. The score when I passed to you.
2: Yeah. Um listen, remember when we were in Freddy? And I keep forgetting to say this, but you remember there for a stint we were at my buddy's I don't know what happened. It was Scott Hurley and Jeff Mahoney, and we went over. It might have been in the end of the season. Then ninety nine, and we went over and we were staying on campus. Can you remember that? And my buddy Brian I, Bumbles yeah, Barry, yeah. get get up in the window.
0: I I remember vaguely. I vaguely remember vaguely. Let, so let
2: Brian Bumbles Barry. He would go and he would. We would remember. He would break out the guitar and he would get up on yeah. the windowsill and play with the yeah. guitar. So I figured I'd let you know. So he's on YouTube now. He lives way up north.
0: I yeah, he's a the, teacher,
2: right? He's a teacher. You're right. Yeah. And uh, so he's, he's got a one-man band. He calls it Shingle the Dog. So go to YouTube. Some songs are, uh, recent ones, Missing, The Place I Go to Hurt, So Lost for You. Anyway, check it out. I figured I'd give him a plug, but he's still doing it. He's teaching up there still. He must be 50-odd now. I remember...
0: When he first went up there, I remember him doing his little, uh, little singing and stuff on YouTube. So good for him. I miss Bumble. He's a good dude.
2: That was a good time. You know, as far as minor league stories and, and years can go, fuck, that was fun in Freddie Beach. Freddie was great.
1: NBA fans. It's time to bring the hoops action to the palm of your hand with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, New customers can bet $5 and win $200 in free bets instantly. Plus, for a limited time, all new and existing customers can get a no-sweat same-game parlay every day. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app today, opt in, and place a same-game parlay on any NBA game, and if it doesn't hit, you'll get a free bet back. So, what are you waiting for? Download the app now and sign up with the code THPN. New customers can bet $5 on the NBA and get $200 in free bets instantly. Again, that's code THPN, as in the Hockey Podcast Network, only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply, void in Ohio, see show notes for details. This time of year, everyone's talking about making big changes, which is all well and good, but most of the time, pretty unrealistic. You've probably found that the smallest changes to your routine can actually make the biggest impact. In the same way, you don't have to break the bank to make a big deal purchase. Even the smallest things can be part of a big change if it's something you use every day, just like Raycon earbuds. Raycon is premium audio at the perfect price point, so you can build great habits without breaking the bank. Whether you're looking for a pair of everyday earbuds, low latency gaming headphones, or a speaker with a battery that will last all night at your next party, Raycon's got you covered. And yep, Raycon's start at half the price of other premium audio brands. That means you don't have to choose between products. You can get one of each, or a pair and a spare, and still pay less than you would with some of the other guys. Even if you know you'll love your Raycons, Raycon wants to make sure you feel great about your purchase. They offer buy now, pay later options, and every purchase has an easy and free return guarantee. Ready to buy something small with a big impact? Go to buyraycon.com slash thpn today to get 15% off your Raycon order. Again, that's buyraycon.com slash thpn to score 15% off. Buyraycon.com slash thpn.
2: Name me three birds in Freddie Beach, Jess. Uh,
0: what is it? Sweet, sweet waters. You're right. Um, yeah. What's the Irish one? Sweetwaters. Oh, fuck. What's the Irish one? Uh, Dolan's. Dolan's. And then there's the, the nightclub there down by Sweetwaters right across the street. Right across the upper deck. The upper deck. Yes. And then there's a little rave beside it. I can't remember
2: the name of that. I can't remember either. There's fuck, a little yeah. ra- There's a little rave downstairs. Ash, you just, I forgot about that until you just yeah. said it. Now, fuck, that seems like yesterday.
0: Yeah, there's the rave down the house.
2: Remember good. that? Have your beer, order some drinks, and then just wander out into the to the, <laughs> the rave just club yeah. and rave, and you didn't know, really know what was happening. It was like lots of French people in there. I never ever met French people in I did in New Brunswick, but not in Fredericton, except when I went over and I crossed over into that rave room. It was all French people for some reason. It was great. Um, the rock and rodeo. The rock and, and roto, yeah. And on Tuesdays, on Tuesdays, there was, there was somewhere every night of the week because Wednesday, Monday was social club. Then you got, you know, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, anywhere. Uh, <laughs> Sunday was upper deck, But Tuesday. Mixing some up. hockey here and there. Yeah, Tuesday yeah. was the hilltop.
0: Remember you that? remember how pissed, uh, Terry, you used to get when I would <laughs> miss the optional skates? Oh fuck man! We'd go out to fuck in the casino or something
2: but we that. would be i remember being <laughs> i was trying i just went on knuckles and Island's podcast and I, I was trying to explain it like he just he hated it, but the thing is he would never listen, and why wouldn't I, we probably didn't weren't the best communicators either it's not like I went and never tried to talk it out okay. i d- I just didn't like the guy at all but I remember being like, okay, look, on this particular night, once trying to tell him, I'm like, it's all good. We're going to go for steak. We're going to go for some beers. I play better anyway when I, I, I want to take the option. I know I'm young, and I know there's a pecking order, but I just want to take the option. I'll play better. And I yeah. remember having a, like, you know, it just sometimes you need it. Like, we're not idiots. We know how to do it,
1: yeah. right?
2: So I know what you were yeah. doing, and I remember you just being logical about it, going. but I, I know I don't need to skate. It's going to be a hassle. I need to have some breakfast. A little rest in, and it was always a problem, right? But he he, he so didn't far. like, it. oh, oh fuck. he would skate everybody because of you. Yeah. <laughs> was... Oh fuck the, and He would basically hold you accountable one way or the other, though. So it was never really. We realized halfway through it was never really optional. No, it was.
0: He, he wanted you there, and
2: you yeah. know we we're playing a lot. Like we're, like that. La- that second half, me, you, and Kinger. Like we're. I was looking, you know. We had good stats. We yeah. really picked it up. Yeah, uh, my
0: last half was—that's what
2: got me really, going. You know, he—he. He, the funny thing is with Michelle Terryan, I often say it. I think a lot of it was tactic. Like, if we were away from the rink, I—I I really could get along with him. He was ignorant. He would smoke in in like restaurants and stuff, but and out of on the bus <laughs> but, on the bus. But you, you know, know was good if, for but us, if, if you the nuts and bolts of it, he went to <coughs> practice and you didn't know anything, and you weren't like with an objective look at it he was pretty good coach like he was, and we played under him like i say to people like they're like oh well you know you didn't like him he didn't play i'm like he played me i wouldn't have good stats yeah. i just didn't like the guy like the way he you know i didn't like getting the tap i know what to do mike i've already fought more than you did your whole career and i'm 21 right like i know what yeah. to do don't give me the fucking tap and just give me a little bit of leash right just give me let me be me and i promise you i won't embarrass you but he that was uh,
0: just the worst part about him was the tap Yeah, right. I didn't like. I didn't mind him. I was young. I was fucking, you know. I was cocky and, you know. But
2: there was some of him that we needed. Like, yeah, he he tried with the
0: mind games all the time. But like, oh, I got your career and I'll crush it. I was like, yeah, fuck whatever.
2: But you know, like you just said, he tried. Meaning, it a lot of the time it was what he thought was the good coaching tactic. Yeah. Right. Like it, it. really did in his mind. He might not have even been a, having a bad day. Just I need to call Terry Ryan out. I think he'll play better knowing that he's a soldier. He's not above anybody. I think he saw like when I dye my hair blue. <laughs> you fucking always called he me.
0: Always fucking called you out. Oh, you remember when we when you stopped the fucking uh, escalator at the airport? Oh God. So we're oh. in the.
2: Uh, <laughs> I try to explain this. Anybody that's that, that's been in the Montreal <laughs> airport. Now, we're on a private bird, too, so we land, <laughs> and we have a long, long way to go to the front, and the bus is waiting for us. So there's an escalator going down, and then in the bottom, like the bowels of the airport, there's this long... Oh, it was long. What do you call it? Is that a moving escalator, but it's not Yeah, walking es- walk, it's walking like a walking escalator. It's like a... walk. Yeah, a walking escalator type. Treadway, yeah. So flat, in other words, but it's really... so. I'm going, I don't know, we're probably... We're the first ones off because we're rookies. Yeah, okay, that was it. I, I didn't want to say it because I'm like, I don't know if we were, but I think we were. Okay, so we're the first ones off, and we're coming, we get our shit, and at the end of each so I'm I'm playing a prank on the boys. I don't realize, I assume that the only people ahead of us, for some reason we had to wait on the runway. I'm I'm assuming the only people ahead of us are the, the management, and Jacques Lemaire's with the Habs, and he's sent down to like uh, you know scout us for the weekend and the, the, the girls from the Darren McCready what was his wife's name from the office they're there I don't yeah. even really know any of this so but I, I'm getting I get to the end of the first escalator I press stop right so we're moving along and then we stop it for everybody else just a hassle just to be a dick and then the, the long the long flat treadway I don't know they went like for half a kilometer I don't think I'm exaggerating there if you add it was up. long it was long <laughs> And each time I got to the end, and we would look and see people coming around the corner, but they were so far away I couldn't see who it was. And I was stopping all of them. And then <laughs> finally we got out to the bus, and, uh, and then I realized I'm like, oh, it was Alana, Alana from the office. And I'm like, oh, fuck, I didn't know that. And they all had luggage. One of them Aww. was wearing, I think, Alana had high heels. Anyway, yeah. and uh, he came onto the bus, and he just he came right down, nose to nose. He was nearly touching my nose. <laughs> who did this?
0: And he's looking. Around.
2: <laughs> oh, at, at um, least you you
0: owned up to it. You, you're like me, yeah. Oh, I fuck
2: this. I did own owe up to it, Ash. And then yeah. I don't know if you remember this. We went on. We were for some reason practicing in Hartford. I don't even know if we were playing there. We had like a New England thing, and we were in this random rink that we never ever practiced in. And he started to bag skate us, and he put a big bucket out front, and he was making us or. A big bucket in center ice, and he was making a skate wallies. For those that don't know, it's like over and back is one, yeah. over and back, over and back is two. Right, so he was going up to twenty and down to one. Sounds easier than it is. Like you're going one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, then one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, up to twenty, back to one. Now we're in the middle of that, and uh, he wanted the ice cleaned. And my dad's goalie and junior, Mike Viser, I believe was his name. He was running the rink, and uh, to make a long story shorter, I, I don't know how he did it, but he winked, and somehow he ended practice early for us, and Mike was fucking pissed. And that's We went out that night, and Jerry was out. He was the assistant coach, and I think I missed curfew by like 10 minutes. I think we were in maybe, or the next night. It was in Providence, somewhere like that. You know, we'd go for a steak in Providence every time. Remember, I, I don't remember the name of the restaurant, um, it wasn't like Mort's or anything, but it was a place. No, sport. no. It was, yeah, it was a good spot, though. It was a good spot. We wouldn't go to the club. We would go to this restaurant. Anyway, I came back. I remember, he would sit in the lobby, and he would just oh, you he would, Yeah. I was 10 minutes late. I'm like, come on, dude. I'm an, I'm an and, adult. Here. Uh, you know, the night I'm going to fucking fight for you.
0: On the rock, when we were, uh, when he would check curfew, and we would be all dressed up with the blankets above our heads. And then we'd be all cloned up. And then as soon as he knocked, we were like out the back door over the what? fence. short Street. <laughs> what?
2: what happened that night? I do remember. I do remember. having That was, fuck, man. Having our yeah. suits on. Suits yeah. on, ready to go. Hair yeah. and done. And then hearing he was coming around to knock on the fucking doors. And we got up under the beds sheets, didn't we? Pulled them. Yeah. Out.
0: Yeah. And said yeah. we, were, we were just about to go to sleep. He knocked and he knew door. he could smell the, the cologne, the perfume. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, we got caught and got bag-skated in the morning
2: for, like, for an hour and he ended bl- up loot. He blamed that whole series on us. Well, although we oh, won yeah. the series, but... We won the series, yeah. He, he blamed any adversity whatsoever on us. And he said, anyway... Uh, Hilarious. Anyway, yeah, that was... All in all, I really think... I'm not saying I want my time back. I'm happy where I am in life and everything's cool, man. We're have we've we've we we've, we've, still here. I and mean, it could be BJ, right, speaking of Red Deer. I've yeah. had lots of friends die since. Like, that's a pretty morbid way to put it. But the fact that we're still alive and it's all good. So the point is I'm not saying this out of bitterness or anything or like I, I, I wish I had changed my life. But I'm saying in another world, I think I could have handled it differently because... Once he got like that, I just checked out. Like I was stubborn and I fucking hated him. And there was no, none of me that liked him. I, I could have walked in, I guess, and gone, "Mike, come on, cut the shit here." Right?
0: You cut were nuts shit? since you were crazy since junior. What are you talking <laughs> about
2: <laughs> yeah. okay, okay. But Rick Carrier was no mystery to me. No, Rick, well, knew- Rick.
0: just Rick let us fucking let the horses run. You know, let you know.
2: We, yeah. we showed up and
0: we battled and
2: like uh, he. Doug Hobson, and my dad used to say, actually a long time ago, but I remember Doug, Doug Hobson going, I'd rather try to get the horses back into the barn than horses that don't want to leave in the first place. Right? Well, yeah,
0: it was like right before we started our, our playoff series, he gave us the green light to go out a couple, two or three days before the series started. We And finished- we ended up, get, end up getting into a fight. I got hit in the eye with like a shot glass, big brawl at Branley's coming you know the next
2: day, different, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, first of all, the last fifteen games of the year, we went thirteen one and one, and then we yeah, the so everything we, it was working. But they turned a blind eye, man. That that did happen. It was, like we were red deer in Tri Cities, like. The age, first of all, the drinking age was 21, and it was much more family-friendly at the games and everything. I'm not knocking Red Deer. It's anywhere in Canada you're going to get a little bit more hockey knowledge, right? So Mm -hmm. it's going to be a different atmosphere when you're at the rink, and it's winter, and it's just a whole... Like I said, the Western Division was different. But in Tri-Cities, like, it was bottled up a lot. Like, shit, a lot of shit happened. Not bad shit, but growing up, coming-of-age stuff. I don't know. Like I remember missing curfew by an hour, but no one would ever really know it because we were in a fucking trailer drinking with, you know one of the billets that let us stay up watching the hockey game and had like a few girls or no one would ever know about, but in Red Deer, we were on display. We were out beacon people at Mort's like on Friday night, you know, (laughs) like
0: it was so dumb.
2: What happened at Branley's that time?
0: Um, it was me, Steven Pete, Chris Ovington was there. Uh, Brent McDonald. It was, we went, we went out drinking and then, uh, the guys didn't really like me too much around there because I was I scrapped one of the guys. Actually the guy kicked BJ down the stairs at uh Huckleberry Fins. Yeah. Big guy, these two big guys. So I was my you know, BJ was my buddy, so I was like, What the fuck are you doing? So I squared off with this one guy and just laid him a beating. And then from that time on it was every time I seen him, they're fucking trying to get at me.
2: Ash, I can't believe like first of all, yeah, it was the it really was the Wild West. Like, it's changed so much. I'm not saying one's any better than the other. Maybe there's a happy medium, but guys barely go out now. We were like, every time we went out to the bar, you knew this. We were going out. Someone was going to hit on somebody's girlfriend. I don't mean within the team. I just mean we're in that age, man. We're junior hockey players. Um, we're, and we're, well, we we're the board. shit
0: back then, right? And, right, like, guys, yeah. guys didn't like it too much. We're, well, we're, they got protected we're by right, women we're and fresh. everything. They didn't, yeah.
2: We're new, you know, right? and, yeah, they didn't like it. I'm but we, I, at that point when I was in Red Deer, I was already I had a hockey card for fuck's sake, my brother. but um, and and so every time we went out, there was a story like that. I remember yeah. the story you're telling me when you, you know because I wasn't there that night, but you'd come in, get some donuts and coffee in the morning, skate it out, and uh, tell everybody about it at Slugs or whatever. Like, you uh, know, you we know, had a
0: it was like a clear out like brawl, And every it was
2: crazy when we went in someone had a story like that and then Petey had come in and say someone pulled a knife on him at fucking outside warrants awesome. yeah like, we yeah, it was nuts it was crazy man it was like crazy. we the amount of i guess you could say partying but carelessness carelessness just carelessness like wherever and i mean this in the best possible way because we were really were a close team for that reason yeah right? oh we I mean,
0: we we went out, we were together, most you know if there was a party, like everyone was going.
2: everyone was going. We were yeah. a bunch of wolves too, like a pack of wolves. that's the other thing like we I remember being in Morts Morts had two sides to it too right the the the- cowboy side, or was that? yeah the,
0: the... there was Morts, and then there was uh, Billy
2: Bobs next door Billy Bobs, yeah, right, and you could just bounce back and forth there too, yeah, and I remember going over to Billy Bob's a few times, but I would always tap. Few of you guys on the shoulder because you didn't know what had happened. I love the yeah. cowboy girls, you know, like or the yeah. cow girls. and uh, that whole look that had that bar had a vibe, and it was nice to. And, but you'd go over there and you know they'd have the sexy clothes on. All but, the wood, yeah. Uh, nice. It was great, but you know, a lot of them were hooked up with guys. And how the fuck do you know? And that, yeah. After the first couple of bar fights, I was like, okay, so I made sure. That were all, <laughs> you know. Yeah, let's go together. Um, Ash. Jesus, I didn't even get to any questions, and we're almost done. Is it is it okay? You got like another five or ten? Yeah, I got a good five left. Yeah, I just like you to to uh, have you on once in a while and have a chat. Anyway, it doesn't really matter what we talk about. Um, Now, a lot of people ask me this question, so I'll relate it to you. Where do you think we should land with video replay? For me, I don't like the offsides. I'm like, I don't even like any of it. But I understand that you need some of it, Um, but I I just think it's still it's still half the time no one knows what it is. So I I don't know. I think it slows the game down. Of course, you need it here and there.
0: Offside yeah. is no, I don't think that should be. So it's, it's the refs, hey, if he thinks it's onside, it's onside.
2: You know what I mean? Ash, because no, it's like, always you're talking about inches and the goal often happens 3 or yeah, sometimes now it's, 3 minutes after. Right? Now it's There's after every
0: goal. The coach or the Video guys are looking through sh- – it's just
2: – it's a right? hockey play. This fucking – You go to games? I just find it It's But I can the see the
0: – yeah, I can see, like, if the puck's in or out of the goal. Like, I can see using it for that. But
2: offsides, totally. like – Like, it's uh, necessary for certain things. Or if it's a directly, did I hit the goalie or not? Yeah. Or did the puck cross the line? But when they pull it back, like, oh – Sixty seven seconds ago there might have been an offside and they look at the pucks like in like the toe is one inch away. I'm like fuck
0: man. Yeah, that's cut the
2: I cord mean, there, yeah. Now the the more I watch football, I'll go like, How did they ever play without it? <laughs> like yeah. almost every play that gets uh every video replay gets overturned or you, you you catch something. I don't know how they do that. And I don't know how could you be a referee in the NBA and See when, like, a finger hits a finger when you're going to shoot it. Don't you find that unbelievably hard to jump? I, I don't watch basketball. You don't. So you don't. You no. don't go to many Brooklyn Nets games. No. What no. do you watch, Ash? I hockey. am. I watch hockey a little bit.
0: Um, I don't really. I watch the Isles actually quite a bit, but uh, I went to the game last night, but I don't know, man. I just I'm watching a lot of food networks.
2: A lot of food now. The- hey, one sec, Penny Lane, come here. Say hi. That's Aaron Asham. Hi, Penny. How are you? Ah, uh, I'm good. How are you? Good, very good. We Haven't were... seen you in many years. Um, Aaron, um, is your mom's good friend too? He played with uh, BJ and I in Red Deer way back. Penny Lane yeah. still goes to uh, Calgary quite a bit. Danielle lives out there now, right? In Canada. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, I talked to uh, her and
2: Amy uh, a couple months ago when they're up yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Uh, Anyway, one of our really good friends. We watched his daughter, Ocean. Remember, I brought up uh, female hockey a little while ago. Anyway, just to let you know, Aaron is one of my best friends in the world. So, good seeing uh, you. Uh, you too. Okay, she's got soccer in uh, in an hour. Penny Lane. Oh. They built. I tell you this, Ash. They built here. I, I don't know how long ago. Maybe ten or fifteen years, I guess. They, a big technoplex here, and it, it's two or three. I think it's as big as. Three soccer fields in a mm-hmm. row, and you know Jeremy Charles like growing up. So Jeremy and I, it was a big story one year. We won the Atlantic's and under sixteen, we went and won. We got some bounces and everything. Newfoundland were never a soccer powerhouse, but Penny Lane, like I said, she likes it, so she got involved. And uh, because of they, they play all winter and they play a lot. And there's a provincial program and like a provincial B program and. Um, she plays on the under last year on the under 12s, 13s, 14s, and 15s, like a lot of soccer. So she's playing all the time, and now more often than not, Newfoundland wins the Atlantic's. The women just won the Canadian nationals, uh, the, the senior women. Like so, it's it's really taken off. Not that you asked, but um, th- that's soccer is
0: getting big in Canada right now. Right? Canada's got some decent, you know, national yeah. programs and stuff. So it's good to a see lot, more opportunities.
2: Better. Yeah. What did you play? You played. You must have played softball you could, or, or baseball or one of them. you. You can really hit I played, ball. I played baseball.
0: And then uh, once I was done with ball, but then I started getting into slow pitch in the summer times with my buddies and stuff. But uh,
2: You're I not bad golf. at
0: golf. Golf and I've been there. Uh, try to golf as much as I can. Um, I love golf.
2: I suck at it, but I, I love it. I'm horrible. I just can't get to do it enough. I'm still playing ball hockey, if you can believe it. And my knees... I, yeah, I, can I totally feel it yeah my knees are shot who would have been the biggest I got this from this question comes from Felix in Toronto Ontario who would have been the biggest technically the biggest player that you fought the, like biggest tallest yeah. um I wouldn't know where to begin I said I know a lot of his fights were against big tough guys or six three or six four for a joke but I, I don't fought,
0: know remember that John pin.
2: Oh, yeah, I do. Played at yeah. New Haven when we were in the yeah. A. Went to Florida, wasn't it? Yeah, I fought him. He was like 6'7. I fought. Oh, oh,
0: yeah. I fought Still. Spiller, Matthew Spiller. He was 6'6. Six, six. I fought Parros. He's up there, 6'. Um, I'm trying to think.
2: Paros. God, that's that area that, you know, that was the meat of the uh, real, yeah. real. Or was tall, but Or is more thick than anything. Where do you think yeah. Patrick Kane's gonna go?
0: I don't know. That's a that's a Edmonton? I yeah. doubt he'll yeah. go to Edmonton. Rangers? I, I doubt too,
2: but I mean I don't I, I wouldn't rule it out. No one's really brought that up much, but fuck.
0: I, oh, I heard Carlson wants to go there. Imagine Carlson on that power play?
2: I can't imagine it now. But like people said to me, Well, they already got scoring, but I'm like, I Patrick Kane can go anywhere and improve the team. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't buy that he wouldn't go to Edmonton or he's not gonna go no. there. Uh but uh listen, you played against him, man. Like I never get a chance to play against him or even see him live, I don't think. He's always one of my most my 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 favorite players. He's captivating. Is he as fast when you playing great. against him live? Well, I played against him in the finals when he when he scored the game winner. Oh yeah.
0: He's he is good. Wow, his vision. He's
2: small. He's fast. He just he can shoot the puck. He can pass the puck. He's good. And when you were uh, in Pittsburgh, Crosby, I always ask you about Crosby. Sort of, you know, senior always wants to know about Crosby. But you know, those guys. You got Malkin now. Malkin played that long. It, does Malkin like? Is he as much of a presence like in practice? Are you looking at those guys and? I don't want to use the word mesmerizing, but Malkin's often left out of the conversation. But, you know, how good is he to play with?
0: Oh, they're, they're unbelievable.
2: Well, I mean, You like, played on their team, right? Like, yeah. forget that. Like,
0: Tempo, uh, it's the work ethic. It's nice. It's, it's, it was fun to watch. I got two years of it, even though Sid exactly. was injured most of it. But it's, he's just an unbelievable guy, nice. unbelievable teammate.
2: Funny, Ash, we went down um, in October. It was what watched one of the first games of the year. It was just a live show we did with Chicklets. And uh, we went to a game and <clears throat> went to the alumni room, waited. And then Biz is like, okay, we can go in the dressing room now. We went in, and the only two left were Malcolm and Crosby. Yeah. I, I was like, whoa, that's fucking dedication. You know, like, yeah. I mean, shouldn't really First there, me last Malcolm. home. So it's, it's just the way they were. Uh, okay, almost done. A million bucks on the table right now. It's just on the table. If I pick if I pick the winner, I win. And likewise for you. Who do you think? Who's your odds on? Who do you think is going to win the Stanley Cup this season? Uh, Boston. Man, they're good, eh?
0: Yeah.
2: They are, have you, Jay. Have you seen them live lately? I haven't seen them live, no. But they're good um it's hard to disagree with you uh finally aaron's chance to play uh, so we touched on it at the beginning um is there a website you still don't know if you're going to do it and i can totally understand why uh is there a website or anything or computer Yeah, it's, and, it's and
0: uh it's aaron's chance to play dot com uh i believe the website is is up and running and uh as soon as we have more info on what's going to happen next year we'll we'll definitely post it and, Okay. See so what happens. Uh,
2: the last thing I'll say, I've mentioned you. One of my best friends in hockey is Terrence Samwith. Uh, you got to meet him at some point. And it's been a while since I've seen you. So you know what we're going to do this summer. We're going to try to get to Machu Picchu, and I extend the uh, invitation. Machu Picchu is a an ancient, I guess, fifteenth century uh, settlement. The ruins now in the mountains in Peru. Ayahuasca. Uh you, you there you go. There, there might be some ayahuasca involved. You're you're barking up the right tree. Yeah, you park you fly into Kooska, I think it is, and then it's uh fifty or eighty miles or whatever and you, you drive a little bit of it, but then you hike, take a donkey, whatever the hell you do, and yeah, there might be some ayahuasca involved. Who knows? So I don't know. We're just we're we're gonna round up a few buddies. You qualify and uh I don't know, put it under your hat and think about well, it because let me know uh, we, the dates, buddy. We're looking at doing it uh, in the summer. Okay, buddy, thanks a lot. No I problem, appreciate anytime. you doing this today, and uh, we'll talk again soon. Uh, good luck the rest of the way to the Islanders in the hockey season, to talk yourself, soon, to all the teams you coach, and uh, pass a hello on to your family for me.
0: We'll talk soon, brother.
2: Love you, buddy. Bye. There it is, folks! The one, the only, Aaron Asham. I have a I did a lot of talking there too, for my interview, and I apologize. I often do that, um, especially when it turns into a conversation, because I have a bunch of questions here, and I didn't get. I asked him three questions that are on my list. Um, we just get talking, and uh, it turns into storytelling, and. Uh, I talk so much. But anyway, Ash is one of my best friends in the game, as you guys know. Now, these episodes now are on YouTube, right? Go to THPN. That's the Hockey Podcast Network on YouTube. And uh, there are a bunch of fantastic podcasts, but you'll see mine listed under there. This will be number four. For every time I have a guest... I'm going to try to do it uh, and throw them out there on YouTube. Thanks to the Hockey Podcast Network and Carter Potts in particular for producing this podcast. That's what happens. I just sit here and record. I send it out and the boys uh, do all the dirty work. So thanks for that. Um, Yeah, so you go there. So I had uh, Sean, the Sheriff McMorrow, then Brendan Brooks last week, Andrew Shaw, now Aaron Asham. So check those out. On YouTube, I know that might as well, the camera's in my face, might as well record it. I know that uh, it's much more popular uh, over just audio, but uh, I'll put it out there. Why not? Thanks uh, to everybody that listens or watches. If you're downtown St. John's on this weekend or any other weekend, what places do I like to have a beer at? Where do I think you'd like to have a beer at? I would definitely say Trinity Pub. I would say TJ's pub i would say green pub i would say rob roy confusion i would say the martini bar and why not check out the bull and barrel And if you're going to go for a bite i like to go to merchant tavern blue on water or wedgewood cafe but there's lots of great local spots check them all out i certainly like to do it the days are getting longer the weather's getting i was going to say warmer but let's say slightly less cold it's a positive time to be alive if you're in St. John's and you want to work out. Why not go to Power Conditioning on Ropewalk Lane? And strength and Balance for the Body and Mind. Ryan Power, Power Conditioning. Great guy. Great system. Great space. Great work. Mr. Lube with locations on Torbay Road and Kemount Road. Live, Laugh Lube. Check them out. Pitbull Pain Relief. Pitbullpainrelief.com the pit bull or for the pain sticks that just won't quit i absolutely love them and uh, will probably use them as long as they're available for the rest of my life i mean that the last two years they've been a big part of my sports preparation and cool down and of course true hockey take what's yours folks thanks to aaron nasham thanks to andrew shaw last week thanks to everybody that watches the show listens to the show or consumes it in any way Uh, This has been episode 143B and I'll catch you all on The Rebound next week.